Yes, Alexis, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Yes, yes. Ladies and gents, thanks for uh, tuning in to MD Podcast. This is um, this is your host, MD, and I got a special guest tonight. But before we get started, I just want to say thanks to everybody, man, that's been supporting um, season one and season two and season three. Uh, we're about to start season three and, uh, you know, this, this podcast first started out to be dedicated to my fellow hip-hop artists and fellow creative cats but as the the months went on you know it started taking a turn into uh, focusing into mental health and and interviewing my fellow advocates that are pushing for mental health and and um advocating for that you know because it's a big part of the it's a big problem in our society right now you know what i mean um and especially when i when i meet my fellow filipina sisters that are advocating and and representing the culture out here and uh and doing good things um ladies and gents this guest right here is uh, a fitness and a transformation coach and she's the ceo of the alignment company i don't know if i'm saying that right i hope i am and um i met her at a clubhouse room and the topic was decolonization and uh unlearning our generational uh, patterns that's been passed on to us and uh, whatever I shared that day in Clubhouse she was like yo Marlon like 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 <laughs> she was like I'm feeling what you said I'm like oh shit I, I, I'm just glad someone related and we kept building and ladies and gents without no further ado we got Alexis Lee in the house thanks for joining oh bro. Marlon thank you that is a great introduction and I'm so <clears throat> proud of you season 3 bro that's dope I'm and, honored to be here with you oh uh, for sure really really like the all alignment company right I'm all about this so yes you said it correctly we're al- aligning our body mind and spirit growing up in my culture our culture Filipino culture we didn't necessarily have the language and it wasn't <clears throat> until I got educated and started helping other people and realized wow this is so much um needed in our community and our culture so yo you come i call i'm i'm happy to be here i mean you call i come i'm happy to be here and i'm just really really passionate about this so thank you for supporting and thank you for uh, taking time out of your precious uh, busy schedule you know um before we get into your path as a uh, as an empowerment coach as a fitness coach and i know that you also had some experience teaching pilates right yes yes i i always take it back to day one alexis so i ask all my guests where were you born and raised i was born in the bay area i was born Uh, in san francisco california uh, in daily city crown circle if you know but then I moved to San Jose when I was like in kindergarten, first grade, and I grew up in Saratoga, Campbell, Wasgadis area. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like really from the Bay. Nice. So I gotta ask, how did your family even originate in the Bay? How did how did mom and dad end up there? Yeah. <laughs> so my dad is German, like German German, and my Represent. mom is Filipino, like. I'm first generation American all the way. Mm-hmm. So the story goes that they met in the 80s at a club called Alexis. I believe so, it. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I got to do my research if that really was the place. My mom's kind of <laughs> my I don't know if it was. <laughs> so 
then <laughs> yeah. you know to find out that they were both married at the time so it was like oh it, no it was like you know like lightweight like the 80s happening in the 80s they so, was they was creeping they was creeping yeah i didn't you know it's like it's something to realize when you're a little kid like oh shit <laughs> like i remember when i was like what like so yeah that's my story Nice. And so, my mm-hmm. Lolo came to the Bay Area in the 70s as was was one of the first Filipino millionaires in the Bay Area and he no way. was an attorney and he also owned a car dealership at Burlingame Ford in you know in, in in San Francisco and so he was one of nine brothers right so they were like these brothers that became very successful and my Lolo ended up having 11 kids with four different wives <laughs> two no. in the Philippines no. two in no. America Sometimes no. the, some of the kids are like the same age <laughs> oh we're and taking the dad tonight we're taking the dad tonight all right. over but yo it's just um, it was a different time but he sent all the kids to his mother so they grew up with their grandma <laughs> In, mm-hmm. in a compound 36 kids you know and like they grew they were wild they were you know they were, so it, it, it that was just what i came from i came from you know um a loud a loud Filipi, filipino <laughs> yeah. filipino Hustler, to the bro Resourceful sales people. <laughs> Filipino to the bone. To the you know, core, bro. To the core, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like uh, made out of lumpia and <laughs> But I'm half German and I speak German. So that's like a whole other side. And then you I do? grew up. Yeah, I speak German. I'm like very like connected to my German side. And then I grew up in the Bay. So I have my own culture, you know? So it's a trip, bro. So yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's the beginning. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So. Uh, this is a uh, grandpa from mom's side. This is mom's Lolo dad. Naki, Napoleon Javier. <laughs> Napoleon. You cracked me up, Alexis. Yo, so, he was going so, all around the world, spreading his feet. <laughs> Making that money, Constantly, making that mo- yeah. making making that money, and uh, and spending that money, huh? Exactly. Right. And then the I other you, brother, Lolo. I the, see you. The other brother was lo- doing logging. They were like loggers, and they had like a logging industry. The other one was a doctor. So in you know in their community in their town, they they were respected. So it's interesting what he got away with, right? Because he was like <laughs> so guapo and like making that money, no questions asked. Oh, he was he was logging, all right. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's it, it's a trip. It's really, you know, so yeah, uh-huh. like it it really affected me because wherever I would go, like I was super connected to my German grandparents, and I would wear like the German clothes, and I was like, I speak German, and like you do, yeah. But I was still like hecka brown in those clothes, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was still looking at me like, yo, you're not like all the way German are you because you're looking super Filipino in those uh, little German clothes you know so I became aware <laughs> yeah like I was repping hella hard and I still do but like I I wasn't necessarily accepted at the time so you know it's very interesting and then I grew up in a very like whitewashed area so I kind of tried to like fit in that way and my mom was like super annoying with like everything like the sook sook was real i mean like with like <laughs> Stop. five flakes for lunch. 
Yo, yo, you're taking it back to the hood. Are you taking it back to the hood? You're taking it back to the hood tonight. God damn. You know, so it was a different, it was a different time. So trying to figure out my culture. So I was like, you know, returning back to my Filipino culture wasn't until I was like after high school. Yeah. Like hip hop DJs, that scene, you know, and like I was like, yo, this is my theme. Like, you know, and it was like, your family does karaoke too? Like, yeah, I thought it was the only one, bro. Like, yo, this is yes. Oh, I'm also an only child, right? Are you really? Yeah, so that's another piece. Oh boy. But I have 36 cousins, right? Because of my mm-hmm. Lolo. And I'm like, they're going. <laughs> but I'm an only child, so that's another element. So, yeah, one of a kind. So let me ask you this, Alexis. How was it like growing up in uh, Frisco and in, in, in San Jose in, in like late '80s, early '90s? How were, how was Whoa. the community like? Was it fun? Was it, I is it a place to raise kids in? Yeah, like I definitely <coughs> remember, like the Filipino vibes in Daly City, right? Mm. Like it was like so many titas, and this is so mm. fun, and the food, and the like. Everybody was, and you know, it was like it was, it was, it was palpable when you drive nice. down Hickey Boulevard in Cali. You could feel it on the road. You know, it's like nice, nice. And then I moved to like a super white neighborhood, and it was like, where's all the Filipinos and all the nice, <laughs> like you know, smiles, right? And it was like, yeah. oh, and then I was kind of looked at like an immigrant, you know. But <laughs> it was like, like, are you Mexican? Are you this? Are you that? You know, or I mean, all of that. Puerto Rican, shoot, Persian. What else? Um, like all everything you know people didn't know what I was or how to relate because there was no Filipinos around here so it was very Mm. interesting growing up that way you know I felt kind of like a representative for all the multicultural UN multinational uh, if you have any questions like feel free to ask me it was a lot for a little kid to bear when you're like six yeah so (laughs) (laughs) like so would you say growing up you know for your mom's side you you are familiar with the filipino culture like your mom told you what's up and the food and everything the tradition like you were in touch with the culture though thank you right i i thought it was just my mom and my family but it's the culture bro yeah 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 i'm so thankful for because it was like that's what unites us it's the food it's the everything Uh you know and it's like it's the heart you know it's Mm -hmm. like oh yo your mom's nice to everyone too. You know, it's like, we don't have, it's just like, we just have that, like, yo, it's so dope to be full of people. That swag, that heart, that like hustle, yeah. that mentality, like a secret, <coughs> we don't even know, he's, you know, it's like we can compete world class, you know, but then I also inherited like the colonization and all that shit. So then I had to figure that out. Like, why don't I feel good enough? And like, what the fuck, yo? I'm like, what? You know, so that was what searched me and led me to like discovering myself and like, coaching in my career because it was like something's lacking like something's Mm. lacking here because I have friends you know it's not really about race you know like when it comes down to it and it was like why do I have this like story and it was uh, you know inherited and it was uh, until I started examining fitness and like this could be a job like just because like I never learned this at home this was so cool to me that like you know you want to know how I got into fitness. This is funny. Mm, it was the it. time of J Lo, right? <laughs> yeah, I gotta hear this. Yo. Yes. I'm so, I'm J-Lo. so Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
yo, Filipinos ain't got no. Uh, the first time somebody was like, you ain't got no booty, right? And I was like, what? And I didn't even really realize it. And then I was like, I'm gonna figure this out, right? And I started like, you know, discovering like muscles and fitness and all that stuff. And like, but it's crazy how like, then I also learned genetics, right? Like you gotta look at like your parents and all that stuff. And even like, it's not just me, it's like our body shape. It's just a trip, right? There's many different cultures and different body shapes and types. And it's like, but that even came from like not feeling good enough. You know what I'm saying? Though mm. so it was like, dang, not good enough again, right? So it was, it was like, I kept battling that no matter where I went. It was like, yo, my, I kept bumping into my like brownness and I, mm. I, I just, I didn't want to not like it anymore. I wanted to love it and embrace it because that's, you know, that's who I am. <laughs> you know, it's like, even, even if I am this or that or half of that, it's like, yo, what you live and what you experience and how you identify is who you are. Facts. You know? um, so let's take it back to high school real quick. So, you're graduating high school in your mind what was gonna be the plan what was the next plan when you graduate yo you want the truth truth the truth and and, and alexis what year did you graduate high 2003. school 2003 me too yay yes. all right cool so you graduate 03 then damn what are you gonna do what was in your mind what were you thinking i was gonna go so i went to a very expensive private school in high school right mm, mm. and i was like ready to go to the east coast to live my best college life right 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 right. and then i was like okay dad ready for college and there's like oh what college there's like community college that's like <laughs> like what the fuck bro <laughs> Why am I at this expensive ass yeah. school? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. all my friends are going to like fucking wherever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns out, like, well, I'm on college fun. Ha, 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 ha. And it was like, what the fuck, bro? So, yeah, that that was kind of a bummer. So I, I was kind of like let down with my college experience and my dad. Mm-hmm. And like, like, that was a really like pivotal moment for me because right, I right. kind of started to like not give a as much as I could into my like life and got a little off track and I actually ended up getting kicked out of that very fancy private school <laughs> in second semester of senior year of, of high school of high school why what happened because I was friends with like the like there was only like one other Asian kid and he was like the bad guy right but he was like my like homie like my brother right so like, I like I would be close with him and like we would smoke weed for sure right <laughs> <laughs> And like <laughs> they fucking like kicked, they caught you. Kicked me. But like there was so much worse shit. I know I don't mean to sound like a victim. I, this is really facts, yo. Like the white kids would come to school drunk, bro. Like really drunk. Like or right, like right, on right. fucking coke, right? And they would get to go to the drug counselor, right? Yeah, for real. And like there was right? all this extra shit. And if their parents donated fucking like the kind of donations my school was there's no way they would kick them out right if they were a black kid on the basketball team that was making this high school all this money there's no way they would have like keep it real and so this was like before like like me too and fucking race like relations almost it felt like you know what i'm saying like i was just another like brown example to the class like they didn't really give a fuck and that really pisses me like that I, i take responsibility but like I just observed a lot of other shit too you know like I really was on a bad path and it was it's a bummer that they didn't figure out like why but why why like why are you feeling like that you know Mm -hmm. so 
during that time, my dad actually had gotten married and he didn't tell me, bro. Oh, fuck. I found out from my grandma, <laughs> right? And so I was like going through something at home. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. like, they didn't even like fuck it. They just came in. So, so that led me to go second semester, senior year, public school. A whole new town, a whole new school, which ended up being cool because I was like the new girl. And I, like, it was like, I don't know. I ended up meeting cool people that I actually am still friends with. So, it, nice. you know, it, it ended up being like my path, you know? Nice. But if my p- dad like didn't set me up, like, you know, if my parents like let me know before that, hey, there is no like fucking East Coast college for you, like you're, all your friends are going. I was like, what? I wouldn't have gone to that school. And I wish I just went to a public school, like a regular kid, not, you know, college prep that, that way. So was mom and dad together or did they split up at a, at a, at a certain age? So or? yeah, they divorced when I was little because guess what? Filipino and German is like super different cultures and there's a lot of shit that they don't understand about each other. And mm. like, it just didn't work out, you know what mm. I mean? And I remember being little and being like, you know, some kids think it's like their fault, you know, mm. but not me. I was like, damn, y'all should really like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 please. Like, <laughs> I didn't have that issue. It was like, y'all need to work this shit out. Yeah. Stressful. You're funny, Alex. You're cracking me up so much. Oh my, oh my god. god. So, okay, so teka 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 la. Okay, this is my life story. Okay, teka chapter la. two. <laughs> All right. So, mom and dad split up at a young age, and then so when you graduated high school. So, so did you go to um? Did you go to a community a community college next or? Yes, I went to West Valley College University, mm-hmm. West Valley College. I was on the five-year community college plan, but I mm-hmm. finished. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> and I got my degree in communication. Nice. Yeah, and then I started like working and hustling. And then I was like going to school. I was working at the mall, selling cell phones in the kiosks, like learning how to like speak to people, right? And then yeah, yeah. I worked at BB and was like working for clothes, right? I yeah. traveled all around the world. I like went to Greece I partied in like Berlin you know I I like was like it was it was, it was dope I modeled dope. I had a crew that was like the hottest like like scene in hip-hop shout out to Nick No 17 Hertz all the like artists that went through there that like the Bay Area music like was born there so it was really it's a, it's a vibe <laughs> so wait so when you say you traveled the world you, you traveled the world like uh, working or modeling I modeled I worked oh. I, I've been traveling since I was a little boy, right? so uh-huh. I've been like I would go to Germany every summer since I was young yeah I was, like, even by myself right and then I, I'm so glad I never got like kidnapped but I was like tra- you know I would go hosteling and like it was a, it was a little bit different time. I'm sure my parents, you know, I wouldn't let my kids do that right during this climate. But I'm mm-hmm. thankful I got to do that. You know. I... So how, how long did you? So when you when did you find modeling? Like when did you start modeling? Okay, so that was like when after high school when I'm working at BB, right? Mm-hmm. And then like you, I started to make contacts, and then. I was in a music video. For which one? The team, which is like dope, the dope, area, dope. Like, you know. And then I met this, you know, like crew of basically like 
fly hip hop Asians. They were the DJs, right? Filipinos. We, we are all of them. They were they, that was the crew, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it ended up being like Apple the app. We would go to LA and like when app was just like coming up doing showcases and we would party at the Roosevelt and like all Filipinos, you know what I'm saying? Like Nub, shout out to Nub. Shout out to Nub. Shout out to like Yo, what, what's up? Where, where's Nub? What's up with Nub? Like, it's been a minute. I like, I haven't talked to him for a minute, but I went to school with his cousin Christina. Shout out to Christina. Shout out to you know what I'm saying? Like, we're it is amazing to see how we've all grown up. You know what I'm saying? And it. now it's like these are the people on the hip hop front lines. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jabberwocky is is you know that's where that's where this creator of this is and like it, it's, it's it, that's just the beginning but to be part of that culture and to feel that vibe and to like know that that we were a part of that you know it's dope did you enjoy modeling how long did you model i modeled i mean i still feel like i kind of do for my business for yes myself, you do right? like, yes you, know you do so, yeah like probably 20 and i'm 36 now so shoot i don't know but not you know how do you measure you're looking you're looking young alexis good shit thanks bro thanks good bro. shit like i have three kids too that's a whole other chapter right like so like i'm a mom of three you know so after modeling after like i got it all out of my system i really started to like focus on my career and build my career and really like get certified in fitness certifications holistic wellness advanced program design yoga nutrition and you know even like chakra meditations and meditation training and man just really diving into that that part of myself and during that time i really like discovered and understood and made that connection that like if i had learned a lot of these things in my culture you know i would i would it would have been valuable so that's you know how i connected those dots and i feel so passionate about like bringing it back to the like bye kubo right and just like yo like this is you it, it can it, there's so much for us to learn you know yeah. but at the same time honoring all the wonderful things that we are you know um so let me ask you this out of the different hats you wear you know pilates instructor a fitness coach um alignment coach uh, empowering coach uh which one do you enjoy the most which Yo, it's all it's all become one yeah alignment company right and that's the beauty of it is like i can sure i can just talk to you about your fitness if you want to talk about your fitness but like if your heart you know if your your energy ain't right like you're not going to get the best result right? so if you want to talk fitness speak. Joe, we can talk about like let's do fitness and food but like you know you got to meet people where they're at and understanding that like wow i do have a gift to help and read and connect with people that could be valuable for them you know and it's like i i'm thankful that i you know have this incredible team of coaches that i'm also developing and training and certifying and you know that i am intentionally creating something and working with and for filipinos right and like it's like yo that's my purpose that's my calling and like that's the hat i'm gonna wear more proudly you know sure fitness for sure like and mom mom of course number one right but it's really about like the purpose of elevating the the culture that's that's the hat Amen, amen. And ladies and gents, and uh, I'm gonna give you a, a, a back story on how I really like ran across Alexis. You know, um, 
there was a clubhouse room and we were talking about decolonization and just unlearning what are you know the generations who came before us what they taught us and like what's still serving us and what's not serving us you know um and we got into talking about our roots in the philippines how we came from poverty you know a lot a lot of the filipinos who came out here trying to escape a hard life so i think you know me and alexis were in a conversation where filipino americans who grew up here our parents definitely pushed their dreams on us too you know um it wasn't so much they i just feel like it may be our parents generation they didn't teach us too much on how to stay happy and be happy it was more like how do you work how do you get money right how do you stay working how do you work? how do you <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you work hard and me and Alexis got a ch- and and by the way shout to Selena I got a chance to build with Selena and I got a chance to interview Selena and I know she's a part of your company you. yes I know she's a part of your company too and uh it's just refreshing to hear my Filipino sister's perspective in in this crazy climate in the United States of America it's it's 2021 everybody's skin is at question everyone is you know there's there's a lot of hatred a lot of racism going on and it's if if i can help amplify any of my fellow brown skin folks voices i'm down I'm with it man you know what I'm saying? Yo, it takes the king to recognize the queen marlon and the it, fact that you're using your platform to play is so 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 says so much about you bro. oh thank you man thank you thank you you know what i'm saying like we got to help each other out we got to support each other community community means more than ever okay we got our fellow filipino elders getting attacked out here and it's important for us to like give love to the sisters back my my philip shouts to all the lovely beautiful filipino women listening tuned in you know shouts to everybody Yo, can i be real marlon all right where go ahead, go ahead. uh-huh can i can i go there bus it go take it there this is what this is about <gasps> take it to, take it there go we're out here helping everyone right we're out here as professionals we're out here at the top of industry the top of fields i have the honor and the privilege of working at google with top c-level execs and work hearing these brilliant minds yeah man why can't we do that for our people bro yeah man i want to do it for for our people i want to talk to people that look like my titas and titos and kababayan and my like that that feel me and my struggle bro you know what i'm saying you know what that feels like you know mm. what i'm saying like we're over here building out building up other cultures and that you know? that is incredible and let's like not forget our own amen let's not forget our own you know what i'm saying um but I wanted to say one more thing is like back to that decolonization and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know it really is not lost on me that our generations before were in survival mode yeah right? man like All they day. didn't have the part that that was something that I you know have just like really learned to forgive my mom my, my story my family why didn't like kawawa bear right the whole yeah. thing <laughs> so funny oh uh, yeah and yeah so that was like yo like they couldn't even think self-care like boundaries all that stuff it's like they were like yo like how are we gonna survive you know exactly like they didn't even have the the privilege of that you know they're they're like think about other cultures that have been here for 10 generations like figuring shit out you know it's like we're over here trying to like fucking oh 
like you know <laughs> like trying to be like hella like assimilated right and it's it's, it's, it's not easy so I, I have like really come to like a place of like grace and like damn and like thank you and like dang like you couldn't even think of that bro it's like what therapy what mental health yeah, what yeah. what what We're self all depressed. what's up what do you mean depressed we're depressed go to work we're all depressed. we're all, we're all yeah. what self what boundaries what self yeah come what and sleep self? in the bed come on where are my beds like whatever like there's no boundaries oh. like uh, oh i yeah kana yeah kana yeah. yeah. kana Yeah. Oh my god. I'm fired. I'm fired. Stop. Alexis. It's too true. Though, you're, right? you're you're so. taking it you're taking it back tonight. And you know, there we go. There we go. You're taking That's it back, else, right? you know what I'm saying? So, talk to me. Why you think you're talk to me about everything, huh? I was like, "Yo, mom. I think I really need to talk to someone else." But this shit, we know it's like talk to you me know, about everything, huh? Talk to me. Yeah, you can talk to your friend. You can talk to me, huh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> mom, I'm I'm yo, you guys. I'm 36 and I just moved out of my mom's house last this year. This year, I mean this year, right? Real? I think it's time now, right? Yeah. And she gave me such a hard time. And, but so the codependency, the like guilt trip level oh, 10 yeah. Jedi oh, like yeah. tricks and the like oh yeah like, shit that's totally acceptable like me and the bot mom like right and it's like no, no problem no, no problem bang it mo right like okay thank you right like like can you ever say something to back oh, to an elder God. and say like how is your fitness right oh my gosh right no way right 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 And then like they're like eat this, right? And it's like, yo, my cholesterol, I'm 12. <laughs> yo, stop. <laughs> stop. So, Alexis, let me ask you this. So, um let me let, let, let's talk about marketing a little bit. Marketing. Um it just seems like 2021 or even 2020, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's social media. I, I don't know, but I definitely see a lot of inner inner healing coaches, live coaches, uh and I was wondering what are your tips in marketing yourself? And because I know just like there's a lot of MCs and rappers out there, only a few is going to stand out, only a few is going to stick out. Like what do you think what what's your tips for people trying to market themselves doing this kind of work? <clears throat> Thank you. That's a great question. So, I part of my company is also there's like a part where For creatives right so i help creatives kind of get unstuck because when creatives are creating that's like a really detrimental for them like on a deeper level right mm -hmm. and so as a creative you have to be able to like learn skills and ways to tap into that and you know there's a lot of energy movement that needs to happen for creators to create so it really really matters if you just My best tip is to be fallible, mm. right? Mm. Mm -hmm. I like can't handle when people are just like, you know, it's like, come and follow me. I know the answer. It's like, it's really not about the person, <laughs> right? So for me, it's like, I'm more interested in the methods and the whole thing. It's really like, you know, eat. what's your purpose? Who are you really trying to help? Like, what's the bigger things in you, right? So that you can be the vessel for the purpose, and that will get you paid, and that will get you like. I love right? it. 
right? I love it. So let people know that you mess up, right? Like don't be try to be perfect because that actually that authenticity, you know, people talk about the high vibes and all that stuff. <laughs> you know, after love. Do you know what's the highest vibe, Marlon? After love? What up? What up? What up? Authenticity, bro. Back. Speak on it. So I tell my coaches, I tell them, like, please, like, don't think I'm perfect. <laughs> like, please, like, I'm going to let you down, bro. Like, uh-huh. please don't hold me to that because it's like an impossible thing, right? Like, so it's like, if you can just take me as a regular person and like, let me show you how I've learned, that has been a really useful, you know, marketing piece for me instead of like putting myself on the horse and like, like this is what you should do and like I don't even want my like I have done the one woman show that is the Alexis company for so long and I'm so excited to be the alignment company where it's not even me and I'm bringing in all these like like opening the floodgates for everybody right Uh, mm -hmm. so that's that's the vision right is like world class coaching company Mm -hmm. like services certifications like by Filipinos, right? I love it. I love it. Look, it's like a new thing. It's a whole new lane. Right? I love so it. So it's like, it, I'm excited to be around these young, hungry Filipinos that are full of energy and they see the vision. And it's like, I I want to use all the years. I've been doing this 15 years, almost 18 years now is when I first started um, like personal training, right? Back in the day, shout out to 24-hour fitness, right? Yeah. But that was you know that is a lot right so to be at google now and you know have some influence or have whatever yo i want to bring people in it's like let's open the door and that's more exciting so use your platform for the greater good and people will be more attracted to that as far as marketing right and you know people can feel when you're being real and people can read it you know it's just it's that's it could be that simple right and like don't do what doesn't feel good. I feel that that paradigm is over. That shifted for me, you know? And it was like, I have to do it this way. I have to do it that way. And it's like, yo, you get to do it however you... That's what I love about being an entrepreneur. It's like, you actually get to do it however you choose, right? Mm. But that's really a skill of learning like, wow, you know, I make good choices. I know how to pick. You know, it's like, there's a lot of things that have to happen before that, you know, confidence can build. So that's that's where we come in. Mm. And uh, how long have you been running the company Alignment? How long? Yes, how that's, long? that's been like a, you know, I've been basically COVID, right? So I, during COVID, that's when I left my corporate, you know, position and was like, I'm really going to create something bigger. So, you know, going on a year and a half now. And you, before you created it, you were working where? At Google. Oh, wow. And I, I still am. I mean, I still am. I have clients. I see clients. I have private clients, you know, that I go through work with. Um, so it really just shifted. Like when COVID happened, the campus closed. Right. So I don't know if I would have ever really left Google like that because it was such a, you know, I loved it. I still love it. You know, the it, it's incredible. So I'm thankful that that kind of even got me out of my comfort zone and, you know, that I was able to successfully pivot because I know that that's challenging. I love it. So wait, Alexis, um, what's your job title at Google? So a wellness coach. Wow. And you're training people at at the center, at Google. 
Yeah, particularly wow. like the high level, yeah, like the, the high level execs. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so Thank proud of you. you. You know, I'm really happy to report there's like other Filipino trainers there too, like doing their thing. Like, so I, like I, I love that, um, you know, going at the diversity at that company, the experience of like getting to work in that environment was, it, it was just awesome. Let me ask you this. Um, so is it safe to say that COVID and the whole pandemic shutdown, it inspired you to to be your own entrepreneur. Would you say like it definitely gave you some like a, that extra push to build your own? You know, you know, in a way, I I have I was already preparing it because when I hesitate to say one and a half years, because in a way, I've been building the company for ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like what it really took, yeah, is like. 18 years of experience yes 10 years of ideas yes. 10 years of changing the name 10 years of like it's gonna be this it's gonna be that and like vision boards and writing and business plans and like speaking it so that happened but like the alignment company was only born out of that you know um uncomfortability of birth after covid right but i you know I don't want to like make light of COVID because it's not even cool. You know what I'm saying? Like in the, in that way. So, you know, but in a way, like personally, I wouldn't have taken that giant shift like I did. Yeah. But in a, another way, I was planning it the whole time. So I don't know. Really. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, what are your tips for mothers out there? balancing motherhood being a wife and balancing the business what what are your tips for uh for you know for time management you know how how do you do it yo you know (laughs) yo i've been homeschooling three kids during the pandemic (laughs) oh my god yeah so yes you have to sounds corny but you can't pour from an empty cup Right, right right So even if it is like going in the bathroom and like closing the door and taking a few breaths, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and understanding that it's really just seasons. It's not always going to be like this. Right. And even as like hard, there's going to be another season, you know, um, for me, I really, really, really know that having a business, having a life outside of my kids makes me such a better mom, mm. such a better mom. So even if it's like, like one hour a week, uh-huh. like have a little side, whatever, business hustle, candle making, soap, whatever, like basket, like what are you into? What's your pleasure? Find something mm-hmm. that you can be creative and like create. And like, you know, it, if you, I really recommend like creating a business, right? Or like, even if it's a little one, mm-hmm. um, but understanding that you are, still also that person you were before mom quote unquote which is awesome too but you're even you know so that that you stay in touch with that person because I can just say I am so much more powerful when I'm happy Mm. right to the kids and they know it too you know Mm. and so I used to really like have a lot of guilt but now I'm proud to show them and they're like we could have a company like and like we could do it and some times my house is messy right and sometimes like I, I choose where and when my energy is gonna go but the most important piece is like figuring out how the heck we can take care of ourselves enough to keep this output for our children and our family right 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 and that goes for anybody not just moms right like you 
for anybody like how do you maintain like output energy creative like creating and generation without like completely eliminating what you have energetically and that that's what's exciting and there's a lot of things you can do right and, and i'm sure you have to fulfill your role as a wife and take care of the marriage like how do you balance being a wife and all that like is it hard to run the business and be a wife at the same time you know it's like i think it's hard like even if you're a single person right like it's hard like it's all hard i don't know like pick your heart right like sure it's fucking hard but like it's hard like it's hard it's hard even if i was if i was single it would be hard if i was you know if it so sure yeah it's hard right um what what have you learned about yourself as, as a mother uh, as a business owner in 2020 and I, i keep referring back to 2020 because i felt like our mortality was definitely an inner face like it felt like time was ticking that anyone can die at any minute like at the peak of the pandemic it just felt like and, and no, I had a full-on like panic attack. It just, not really, but sort of. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" What? Like it's on their shoes. They're coming in the yeah. house. Like I'm breathing it. The guy just walked by. I'm his vapor is in the air. Oh my gosh! Like, but you know, so I really did learn. You know, first is that I love, love, love them so much. Yeah. Right. Like that. That they're like the the precious, precious, like of life and the magnitude of what happened this year is like no joke PTSD inducing on its own and collectively traumatic oh yeah right so there was like that first piece of it which was like that intense for me right and it was like I was watching way too much videos of Wuhan and like what was going down before I got here right and I was like like in a really not a good place right so It really like caused me to dig even deeper, right. and it was like, "Oh, you want to be a self care coach? Come on, coach! Like, what you talking about, coach?" Right? Like, oh my gosh! Right? And yeah. I was like, so life was testing you itself. Literally, life. found myself yeah. going like, "Okay, what is what is, what do I know here? What do we do? You know?" What I mean? yeah. And it was like, I was like proud that I was like I had the resources. I knew kind of like how to get myself out of the thing, you know? Yeah. And, and little by little, it like started to, and then, you know, now that I like look back on my like feed and all that and memories and stuff, I I can see the energy building, right? Like, and I can see the manifestation. I can see my visualizations, and I can feel the like feel it ha- kind of like Amen. where that it feels you know? good it feels good yeah and to see the growth and yeah. everything you know it just um it's it's visible mm. so i 2020 i would say i definitely obviously the preciousness of life right um also you know that I was doing stuff I, I never I'm never gonna do that and then I did it <laughs> you know so my mom I'm never gonna be like you mom and then I was like totally like my mom right so it was like I also learned those Filipino roots run even deeper you know what I'm saying like it was deep like, man oh, like, it's deep it's 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 it's, like, it's ingrained uh, how do I say this whether we like it or not it's it's ingrained in us in our DNA and there's right? a, like ancestrally yeah. like and if, it's really a thing in our like cells and, and if you really if you really want to unlearn some of that it's going to take some deep work it's going to exactly. take because it, it's a lot it's you're trying to unlearn your whole life 
exactly. you're trying to unlearn how you were taught okay so i'm sorry go back back to you so no, yeah 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 sure. and you know and then like the you know you're, you're during i was forced to deal with my mom mm. right there the whole time i was forced to deal with my kid i was forced to deal with all these things you know and it was like as a coach i know that being out of your comfort zone is really really healthy but like when you're in it it's really uncomfortable right it's scary and like it's really like it doesn't feel good necessarily right so it, it just really brought me to a new space of uncomfortable you know out of my comfort zone and uncomfortability it was like i i learned to be stronger and i learned like that i am more resilient than i thought i could be you know and that i have a propensity for depression and i better watch out and i better ask for help when i need amen, it right amen. like i better reach out you know and it's like so you know i really am thankful that it sounds crazy but even clubhouse right like the community that was built and there's so much more than what somebody's showing you right like you never know what they're dealing with at home and so to put that in a pressure cooker of covid and and quarantine and isolation bro it's heavy yeah man i think um i think the pandemic even now even 2021 we're taking a lot of hits we're taking a lot of losses there's a lot of people that have perished and uh I think the the mental health issues have spiked up. I think I think domestic violence have spiked up. I think problems in the special ed field, I think behaviors have regressed, you know? I think kids with autism, kids with special ed needs, kids with special needs sensory-wise, this has been terrible every, for them. You know, a lot of people have been affected by the pandemic and uh and I guess my my question for you is how were you able to to do self-care because in all levels of society from the black lives matter movement the the police brutality that's still happening now as we as we speak right now it's still happening right now another kid got shot in brooklyn and and you know our our asian elders are getting attacked i can list every single bad thing that has happened in 2020 and even 2021 like alexis how do you stay spiritual and uh, how you know because as a as a okay, wellness this is a really good question as a wellness coach yeah. right as, uh, i'm sorry let me just finish. as a wellness coach yeah, yeah. like you know uh, how do i say this i respect you guys because you know why I know that you guys have the capacity to handle darkness because you guys are familiar with with darkness so you can handle people's shit you're an empath you feel me but go ahead. it's really but go ahead well i just want to say one thing to you that is actually the best um you know way way to describe it yeah. that, something that i would tell a new coach is like please know that what qualifies you is not like having it all figured out it's more like that you're like in your shit figuring it out right? up. so that's really what it's about is like examining your stuff so a couple things like going back to that that question so first there was like a minute in my covid journey where it was like yo that's all i had yeah. Like if I didn't do a like a two hour Epsom salt bath for sensory deprivation <laughs> for myself, yeah. I you know what I'm saying? Like it, it got to a place where like you know we all we, we got, all we so got. Like, that's all I had, that's all I could do. Otherwise, like who's gonna raise these kids? Like if like like so that's there's that like 
there's that piece to it, right? There's also the awareness, you know, thank God that that my professional experience gave me to know that that is actually the exact vehicle to get you to where you want to be. Mm. Mm. Speak on it. And then knowing that, knowing that, right? And that that's intentionally not told to our people. You know, that that, that self-care, you know, because it could serve other people better if we weren't taking care of ourselves and we're taking care of them better, right? You know what I'm saying? So it benefits. And so to, to really understand like, yo, I can't forget what I know for sure, right? Like what I know for sure is if I do this, I will be better mom right like if i know for sure if i don't do this like there's also a consequence you know so i had to simplify like that was my stages of covid where i think at the first part was like so intense of just like survival not survival but like really it hit me hard. like the first couple like i told you those, those first weeks you know and then my kids like going you know going through their own emotions about it all you know so what i did also learn is that above all this is like mental health is way more important than grades quote unquote yes yes right? yes like what i did learn for sure is that i will give my kid a, a day off from school and zoom meetings when she's physically emotionally crying i don't want to do zoom i don't want to <laughs> yeah like, no doubt. like 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 i'm going to listen to her right what i do know for sure is that i really fucking hope that the paradigm is changing mm. right that all this stuff bubbled up to the surface for a reason mm. and we're not going to be able to go back to how it was before because that paradigm is it didn't dead. work it didn't work it's not working that paradigm was not no. working okay like on so many different levels where do you want to go yeah. school career homework life balance nutrition like where you want to go you know how many people learn to cook right yeah. now like i like you know like there's so many things, you know, so like even companies and paying rent for these giant buildings. I don't know. There's just a lot of shifting that's going. It's got you can't go back to like indecent race relations anymore. You can't go back to not talking about. Yeah, that. you can't not talk about Filipinos yeah. anymore because we up in here. Bro. Yeah, you mess with our titas and <laughs> our titos, bro. Like it's not going to go away. Yeah. Right. Like. So I hope that that gives this purpose and that that, you know, is, is, is what the greater good will be. Amen. Um, let me ask you this. Let's, let's talk a little bit of hip hop a little bit. I must ask, you know, to, <laughs> it is a hip hop podcast before we get off. So let's, let's, what is it about the Bay area that just exudes creativity and great hip hop music and very distinct hip hop music too like it's you know too short from E40 even Tupac was raised out there what is it about the bay that just we have our own sub yeah man. that transcends mm. race because it's so diverse out here that when you got E40 and Olympia I was literally just in a room to- live with him talking about with the Filipino chefs like and their Olympia company yeah. right when you have all kinds of creatives swirling around together in a location like this and then we all go to school together we don't even know we're like you know 
you know, it's just so much creatively bubbling yeah. up that we created our own subculture, our own language, our own music, our own style of dancing, our own yay! Like, yeah, yeah. like we have our own. Like how again? Like how? Own, like how again? Like yay! <laughs> like that's like it's just a real thing, right? Like so, I'm sure every place has yeah. that, uh, but it's real, like real out here <laughs> like i don't know like, and you know, you know the truth is mm-hmm. when i didn't know my culture as a as a first generation generation person you know i i my filipino mom i'm like i have to go to prom like what the fuck is prom you know what i'm saying like i don't know like i gotta get a dress right and then what the fuck is you know, prom my, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like parang debut parang, right like a Filipino yeah, right? so would say, "What the fuck is prom?" <laughs> Nobody. Like, so, yeah, right. Like, so it's like okay. I the only I so I created my own culture. Like, I, the culture I did fit into was like we, our own little subculture that we created. That was like we have our own dress and our own style. You know, it's like we are own. Like, so maybe that's what united us. Was like you know. Now, now I had my culture, right? Like now I'm a, a, a bay, right? Like, like, like we have it's, it's our own culture. Yes. <laughs> so that's and, and beautifully enough that that's what returned me to my Filipino roots. You know? I love it. I love it. Um, too short or E40? Who you who are you gonna go with? Yeah. Did you watch that versus? Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Versus. I mean, I just have to say E40 because I'm like just thinking of like the all the old tracks but it's too short too man like yo but it's, it's like i don't make me choose don't make me choose um so let me see what are your tips for all those that are starting a business like like um to be a live coach or even a fitness coach what are your tips for them top three yes don't wait till you feel like you're perfect to start like don't wait you you are an expert at something I promise you what can you talk about for 30 minutes without preparing right like what can like even if it's like blue haired poodles right like you could tell people with that right like you are an expert at something so what is that thing what do you know for sure right and sometimes it's like through our mess that we get our message right like and it's like through our deepest ish that we think is our like biggest mess up quote unquote like that's the lesson that we're taught to teach you know so who can you help how can you be of service and serve right like if you come from that point of view yo you can't fail right I love it um when it comes to marketing by the way like ladies and gents I gotta admit like every time I heard about Clubhouse right for this is real shit yo especially for my hip hop heads listening Every time I heard of Clubhouse, it's always about rappers arguing on there and they fucking record it and put it out on YouTube. Like, it's just, it was always something negative about Clubhouse. But I gotta admit, one day I was really browsing through that shit and I came across like, like my fellow like-minded Filipinos, you know? So let me ask you this, like, what, how has it, has it helped your business? Like Clubhouse, has it, has it helped spreading the awareness about your business? Has it helped you in networking? Or, or, or was it 100%. right? Or, or I've met ideal clients. Yeah. It, it has collapsed yeah. time and space. I've, I've popped into the international markets I've been trying to tap into. 
I've met genuine, like, real-ass relationships and friends that I actually, like, care about IRL, like, for real, for real, right? That's how I met you. Real shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like, it's like, so, you know, I have hosted rooms targeting exactly who I want to, like, market to. You know, I have a dream of, like, taking this message and, like, bringing it to the Philippines and, like, being, you know, quote-unquote, the Alexis version of the Filipino Oprah. And I got to do that, bro. Like, when I do the... I've started hosting rooms, and it's like, I'm living my dream, bro. Shit. Like, it's crazy, because I'm so honored at the people that I'm able to connect with and that I've made genuine relationships with, and that they would support me. And You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, it's it's really wild. So I, I... know that for me you know I'm busy with three kids Facebook marketing was like not working for me I was like fucking ads and all this stuff and like writing copy all the time and like I forgot the like like hashtags I was like putting so much time into this like very like perfect post that got like minimal interact you know not necessarily interaction but the whole point of all that is to have a conversation with somebody, right? Like the hope is we can email them and then email me and then I'll call you. And then like, so Clubhouse, it's like, I feel like it just cuts all that out. And then it's like, you know, you have the opportunity as far as the conversation immediately. And then if you are good in person or on the spot or your energy, you know, people can feel that, that that's what's cool about it is that's what penetrates. And to all those listening, man, I recommend Clubhouse to anyone trying to hustle something and push something because I do think that it takes us back to practicing social and conversational skills, okay? It's not just about, it's not about scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and like, 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 share, share, share. No, dude, we're taking it back to talking like this, like, like talking to people. <laughs> Hello, do you guys remember that? You know, like, and... I didn't realize how hungry I you was You know what I'm saying? That, right? Like, until Clubhouse. It was like, oh my gosh, this feels so right. good. And, like, I literally feel my brain making oxytocin and dopamine, right? And it's like, it, it's dope, right? Like, you just feel yeah. like, good. But it's like, it's actually real, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I'm sure it's not for everyone, you know what I mean? But if you, if you, you help me to realize that I am an artist. And oh, my yeah. medium is my voice, right? And, like, I... I'm good at this, right? Like I'm like I am so thankful that like there's a platform where I can use my voice and get to shine in that way because it's like that's my best way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's, that's and influence and and um and guide people who are needing help. Oh man! All right, so before we get off I'm, I usually give my people like a sur- survey and like a to see what which one they pick. All right, so let's go. Uh, let's go with uh, Tupac or Biggie. Jay-Z or Nas? I like that Illmatic record so much with Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, Jay-Z, you know. Alright, word up. But I see see you, Nas, Illmatic. Alright, top three DJs that came out of the Bay Area. Oh, that's easy. Fingerbangers. Nick No, Golden Child. How about Q-Bert? Ramel, Kubert, yeah. Francis, yeah. Fran Boogie, Num, yo, yeah. the whole crew. Um, rest in peace, DMX. What's your top three DMX songs? Mm, like, 
Only God can judge me. Is that the name of it? Uh, shit. I don't, Something like that. I don't, yeah, like I don't even know. Man, gotta put a breath right on us, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With Aaliyah. Yeah, I do, I do. Yo, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that whole Bruce Lee, man. That was, yo, Asian love. That was, that was before time, bro. Yo, uh, hieroglyphics. Uh, Yo, I know him. It's a, Are you the, about- uh, the group Hyro from the Bay. Okay, okay, okay. No, right, hold on. Um, let me see, let me see. DMX or Busta Rhymes? Yo, I'm like Busta man, like Busta. I, I, I'm a Busta kind of girl, and like R.I.P. Of course, DMX. You know what I'm saying? But like, man. He's a creative yeah. genius, I feel like, for friends. Like, and DMX, too, in his own way, but as a writer and, like, everything. But the, his DMX, plus his creative, like, yo. That's, that's, if not, it was before time. Top three songs you love working out to. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, that one for sure. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> Like dance monkey Mona, dance monkey, dance monkey, dance play slap to live. Ruby Ibarra, J Ray Soul, that kind of dope, stuff. Dope, dope. If you had a choice between cardio or lifting weights, which one do you enjoy? Pilates. <laughs> no, no doubt, no doubt. Let me ask you this as a, as a coach or even as a human, um, like just, just as a, you know, like, just being Alexis, like when it comes to trauma, do you think that you've done a lot of healing in your any any trauma you've had before you can take on this responsibility to be a coach? Do you think you've done the work, or do you think you're still healing through some shit? Yeah, no, I for sure still think I'm healing. I think there's just like fitness or any this type of work, there is no like amen, destination. Amen. And even if you did work out every day, like you still have to go on Monday, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's gonna be like today is the day. I'm there. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm like there, right? Like where the fuck is there, bro? Like you gotta go back to your thing on Monday. Like everyone else. Like so, I'm really clear that you know. Yes, I've done a lot of work to get to where I'm at, and it's never gonna stop, right? Like, and and, and if I do think it stops, I'm slipping, bro. You got. Please, um, holla at me. <laughs> Call me out, Marlene. Like, you're no, nah, man, you're you're you're. But it never stops. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. You're doing good things and great things. I want to say thank you so much for um taking your time out. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you got three kids waiting for mommy. This you was know what I'm fun. Saying? They're at Lola, so I'm I'm here for you, bro, and I appreciate your time too. And just thank you for seeing me, hearing me, giving me this. And time I definitely well. will uh, add your IG and um, your Facebook, uh, uh, you know, Facebook link on the episode description. And I want to say thank you, and I'll be in touch. I'll I'll hit you on the text when we get off. All right. Um, for sure, for ladies sure. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning in. MD Podcast, Alexis, much love. I will hit you on the text right now, all right? All right. Um, thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, Marlon's man. Hit him up. Check out the podcast season three, bro. I had such. I had such what? a. Like, <laughs> you're so, you, man. You cracked me the fuck up. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna text <laughs> Selena, girl. Alexis cracked me up in tears. Yeah, let's do this again. This is. I'm just getting started, but yeah, okay. I'm down, bro. I thank you, thank you so much. I see you shining, bro. No Keep doubt, shining. no doubt. One love. Yeah.